Yo, welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cruz, and today is Monday, December 19th. 19th of December. December time when we fell in love. Remember the time. All right, my bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Where you can find the Cruise Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find podcasts and easter. You can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, you can find the latest updates of the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast. Also on Twitter at Nightstown Fitness. All right. <clears throat> Full disclaimer before I do this review, um, I'm reviewing the movie Emancipation by. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I don't know who by. Well, uh, Antoine Fuqua and starring. That's what I meant to say. Starring. Will Smith, but I would like to pull out a really big disclaimer real quick. I give myself one movie culturally that's going to piss me off. I give I, I you get I get one of those per year now. This is this is my Fruitville Station um rule to myself because if I watch any more, I might be what maybe deemed as a racist. Some people will be like, oh, this guy's a racist guy. No, I just watched some shit that like showed injustice in my community. And um, yeah, um, I'm really angry about it. So this was my movie of this year. Of course, it came out around the end of this year and uh, around Christmas time. So now I have to go and watch a comedy, which is night before. Don't worry, guys. It, it definitely has mellowed it out a little bit. But <clears throat> still... It still angers me to watch movies where we, where my my ancestors are really being portrayed. You know, especially when we were considered. I'm sorry, they were considered property. You know, I if you guys want to go back to understand mostly what slavery is and where it came. I mean, how it started, where it came from, how it was. Um, from especially the books I've read and sources and things like that. Um, there is a cruising around the world um, episode about slavery. Um, really, pretty much everything about it. So, if you guys need to go back, go back to that episode. Um, but Emancipation, as everybody knows, um, Emancipation Proclamation happened in January first, um, eighteen sixty-three, where really the President of the United States had, um, <clears throat> issued an order to end slavery. Um, of course, June seventeenth. Uh, 1865 is the last um, round of the Emancipation Proclamation being read in Galveston, um, Texas, and uh, finally to free all slaves, or Juneteenth, if you might want to know. But um, <clears throat> Emancipation, I, I'm going to say this, um, this was definitely on the same level as 12 Years Slave. 12 years of slave uh 12 years a slave right oh wow that's a, that is a weird title to a movie um <clears throat> i i would say it's the same level i feel like um this could have been on a big screen and done a very very great job i know it's will smith i know everybody's still you know really soft about the fucking some other dumbass getting smacked in the face i mean you know you are you guys already know but we're not going to go to that right now um <clears throat> I, I enjoyed the movie. I, I see this and that in 12 years. Like, if we're going to do it by that, I think they are on par with each other. I wouldn't say one's better than the other. Um, it, it just shows a different side of slavery to me. 
you know, we, we got to see pretty much, well, I mean, not a different side, but we saw a man that started off as a slave and really earning his freedom. We saw a free man lose his freedom and have to earn his way, way to get it back. And, um, in emancipation, we see, you know, Peter who pretty much like they, they, I mean, as soon as the movie started, we knew he was going to have to fight for his freedom. No matter what, every slave was fighting for their freedom. I, I still get like really itchy and burny. Like my, my, my soul burns every time I hear a white person say nigger, nigga, nigger, whatever. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to say it out loud. I mean, I don't mean to, no, y'all know what I mean, but it burns my soul. And I know maybe these people aren't racist. And I know it's probably hard for them to say it. I know they're actors. I understand it's a, it's a period piece. It still burns my fucking soul to no end, man. It, it burns me. It burns me out, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm over here just like, I know I shouldn't react or anything like that. Like, I remember when I was watching Django and um, Leo was just sounded like he, it sounded natural. And then I, and then, you know, I had to be told like, yo, he did not want to say it. I'm like, bro, you're a slave. But then again, as an art, he's a slave owner. You know, the art is showing him as a slave owner. So would the slave owners think of black people, especially Africans. And what's crazy is, is that he was Haitian. Peter was Haitian, you know, and, um, it, it was, what's crazy is like, these act, especially the white actors, have to act like really making somebody feel like they are subhuman, which they did very well in slavery times. They made sure that we, they knew that we knew, or I'm sorry, man, my ancestors knew. That's what I meant. They knew that they were they were property. You know what I'm saying? That they weren't not humans. You're not going to get treated as a human. Hell, like even with um when he was sitting inside the little cage and he was talking to Ben Foster's character, oh, what was his name? Uh, Fa- Fossil? Fassel? Um, when he was talking to Fassel and he was like, ah, oh, man, you think you, you say, man, you, you got, you, you got a little bit in you, huh? He was like, yeah, it, you say, man, you say even dogs know who their owners are practically. And he was like, he said, well, you're going to feed us the same fine meats that you feed your dog. And the motherfucker said, oh, you funny now, huh? <laughs> then to me, I mean, think about this. The dog's eating better than the humans that are fucking building a railroad in Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sitting here, in my mind, I'm just like, it, it bothers me, man. It just, it bother, it burns me up because I'm just like, yo, I can't, I, I like, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, you know, I'll probably be dead. Like, just like when he was riding up to the new, to new, pretty much a camp. This wasn't even a slave, like, fucking... At least they had houses on the on the plantation, like where they were at. He was in a cage, building a fucking railroad, and he's you know as they're driving, as they're riding past, seeing heads on a spike, trying to warn them, like if you run away, this is where where you go. That's why. And then um, another thing is, you know, they they had a runaway, of course, because every slavery movie has to have one that you know got to try him, and. Um, you know, he gets caught and he gets a branding on his face, which is an R to show you that, hey, he's a runaway slave. You know, this is a runaway and we know where to find him. We know how to find him. That's that's what branding is. That's why I don't believe in that branding shit. I will, I will never I, I, I've, I've never been 
I mean, I'm I don't I'm not ever going to talk about someone else's customs, especially um fraternities and things like that. Like because I'm I'm a, I'm part of fraternity, we have our own customs and things like that. But the branding shit to me is and this is just my opinion. If you if, if there's any way if anybody from a black anybody from Divine Nine would like to talk to me, and especially Q Dogs, you know. Please come talk to me. I, I would love to sit down and ask, like, about the branding. Like, why? Why would you, why Why do something that, as soon as our ancestors came onto this land, that's the first thing that they did, was brand us with a number. And when I seen the brand, I was like, fuck, man. And think about this, in the 1800s, if you run away, that's one of the things that's going to happen to you before you get whipped and killed. You know, you get your body gets defaced, you know, and I, I'm just I always had a problem with that. And um, I didn't. I And what's great about emancipation is that they don't let you know who Peter actually is until he gets to the camp, until he gets to Lincoln's army. And then they take the picture. And as soon as I seen him start taking the picture, I'm like, oh, it's his story. So I know a lot of people probably have seen this picture, um, especially throughout history books and everything like that. You've seen the picture of the slave with all the whips on it, whipping whip markings on his back and things like that. And um, I know everyone has seen that. Now, we know the story after the picture, which is this became a rallying cry to end slavery, not just in America, in many other places. And... Um, really to tell you like this picture is the embodiment of millions that went through this the i think about it, it's been over 250 years 200 over 250 years he's just one of a million that whose backs probably look like that you know like this is what they're doing to these people uh, that's that's to tell you the truth the constant, like the, the probably the physical abuse wasn't as bad as being belittled. What's crazy is, is that they're being belittled and they don't know the language. You know, you don't know the language. Like they change your name, they change your identity, they change who you are. As soon as you hit those shores, they change exactly who you are. You became a number. Where else do they do that? I always say it. Where else do they make you a number? You know, and watching this movie just, it shows, it, it showed like this man's journey to get back to his family and what his wife had to do to stay on the plantation. Just like he said, stay together, stay together. You know what I mean? You just stay, whatever y'all can do, stay together. I'm going to find you. And that was his journey to find his family. And when he finally found them, you know, do you all understand like if like I want y'all to truly understand this, that he was a slave trying to find his way through Louisiana. Now, if you have never been to Louisiana, it's full of swamps. And now this is before industrialization. So gators are going to be able to move freely, practically. I mean, they were able to move freely right now, but there's gators, there's malaria. There's fucking, um, there's a lot of fucking wildlife 
that can kill you in Louisiana, especially in those fucking swamps. And he had to survive that, you know, when he escaped. You know, he had to escape a dog. He had to escape a guy on a horse that can shoot. You know what I mean? He, he was a form like he was probably army, you know, at some point. He was probably supposed to be fighting the Confederate army, but wasn't. He was a slave, you know, he was an overseer, you know, um, or owned, actually, I'm sorry, he owned that camp that was helping the uh, Confederate army, you know, and um, it was just, you, what you need to understand is for him to get through all of that, plus, <laughs> you obviously say he gets finally caught, and I'm sure that's probably dramatized, him getting caught, you know, you had to bring drama into it, and then him, and then the old boy Jim Fossil getting shot in the neck that like you sit there and you watch and you just like fuck man that dude went through literally fucking hell for think about this five to six days with minimal food no water like you had to do everything in your pocket and by the way they're gonna make that little girl little demon that one that was like run now run now run now y'all see yeah the little girl that was they gonna make her to be the biggest enemy of the whole entire movie. It's we it's crazy that's what's gonna happen. And I feel bad for that little girl. I, I really do. Like she's gonna have to live through the life of like, yo, you were a slave owner's daughter and they're saying, Rana! Rana! Bring it back, Rana! <laughs> oh man. I you gotta find some levity in it sometimes. Um but in my in my humblest opinions, this was a great movie. Like Will Smith's probably gonna win an award for this because he played the shit out of this role. He played the fuck out of this role. It, like it's hard to say that he didn't. <laughs> and, and, and Antoine Folk, uh, Antoine Fuqua, the bull been putting out work, putting out so much great works um, since really Fruitville Station. And it's just been hitter after hitter after hitter for him. And it's just like, I hope he finally get his just desserts because this was a fantastic movie. Um, it was a heartbreaking movie. It's a, a uplifting. Actually, to tell you all the truth, I mean, as much as bad as it was, as much shitty that man had to go through to go get back to his family. Like, do y'all understand how much that's a one in a billion fucking chance that of a slave? was able to find his family after being sold off. Like, you have to understand how much of a once in a billion chance that is. That they weren't sold, like, they weren't starting to get sold to different plantations. But this is around the ending of slavery, so I'm guessing the selling and shit was kind of, like, minimal because they were still fight. like, most of the, most of the, Slave owners were probably, or like their families were probably fighting in the war. So that I, I think that probably what's really saved him from like having his whole family be sold off to different places. Cause normally that's what happens. And, um, like back in the, back in those times, it had to be once in a billion, like it, not just mil a billy. It had to be a billy for him to find his family. So to learn the story about the man who took a picture and changed the the structure uh, to how America works is amazing in itself. And I'm so happy that 
they said, yeah, it's based on a true story. And to know that this was the story. I know maybe some of the things is dramatized this movie. They're going to do that. But to know that this is his story to get to the point to where he gets to that camp. And he takes that picture. That changes not just America's mindset. But to change the world mindset. To still educate kids this day. And I'm happy that we can finally have a movie to show who that person was behind that picture. And I, I I'm I'm dumbfounded by it. I I'm I'm really I'm I'm really I don't I don't even know how to really say it, man. I'm not I, like normally these type of movies would piss me off. I'll be angry, I'll be walking around, but you get a perspective. You know, you start to get that perspective like like that man really persevered for six days in a swamp in Louisiana with every chance to die, every chance to get caught, every chance that it could have been like that should have been his last time seeing his family. From all of that, you get some type of hope. You know, you, you get the sense of hope of watching this man make it through all of that shit. Y'all don't understand how bad it is to survive that type of environment for six fucking, for at least six days, for almost a week. You have to survive it off of scraps of food, whatever water you can find. Think about this. It's Louisiana, probably in the summertime, so it's hot and muggy as fuck. And you have to contend with gators. And you got to contend with them with dogs, German shepherds. And you got to contend with these dudes on horseback shooting at you. And other plantations being alerted and all of them looking for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, all of that. And you still made it to Lincoln's army in Baton Rouge? You still made it to Union Army. I'm sorry. They kept calling Lincoln's army. But y'all know what it is. Union Army. You still be... Oh, sorry. Sorry, this medicine's been on, on it. You still made it through all of that. Through practical, for really, you made it through war. To get to where you needed to get there. To get to freedom. You did all that for freedom. There's nothing else to really say. And you fought a battle. Not even that, you fought a pivotal battle in Louisiana. Before doing all that. What? And this is his story. That's amazing, man. You can't see, yo, on the real, we were, we're not taught this in school. That type of story right there would change a lot. It would, it would not change, it would change the, the overall attitude from like, we're still pissed off, but there was those stories where there was hope. There was perseverance. There was fight to show you that, no, slavery was not a choice, Mr. West. So, it to me, I very much enjoyed this movie. I very much love this movie. Way better than Black Adam. Um, um, like, I, even after, man, I still had to go. I'm still watching Night Before. You already know it's Christmas, baby. You know, baby. You know, you know. I gotta watch that movie. You know, you know it. But um, but for real, amazing performance from everyone around. 
even Ben Foster played the shit out of his role. You know, I, I know, I know that's, I, I wonder how, I wonder, really, I wonder how difficult these movies are to make. Because inherently, I'm sure not, I, I wouldn't say, I, I, I don't know who's not, maybe not racist, but definitely haven't said, you know, nigga a lot, especially around black people, especially in front of black people, ne- nevertheless calling them that. You know what I'm saying? Call them that nasty ass word, man. Like it, it's so, it's crazy. Like I wonder how to get through it, it without like, I don't, I, I don't know. I would love to. I, hey, once again, if I get big enough, just saying, just like y'all know, if I get ever get big enough, we having Leo on the show. I'm gonna ask the question. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you cut your hand, man. I know you cut your hand for real, Mister Candy. <laughs> so what happened? But um. Yeah, man, that, that's pretty much my review of Emancipation. Fantastic movie. I definitely advise anybody to watch it. Apple TV Plus is doing it the fuck again. Doing its damn thing. I'm going to give one review, one more review, which is Mythic Quest. Let's talk about this for a second. One second. I hate when they do the episodes where it has nothing to do with their overall storyline. I hate when they do it. They did it with um with um the, the, the writer. The, the dude that's the writer they they had like an episode with him and it was like it made no sense with the rest of the show i hate when they do these episodes i'm not gonna lie though the best episode so far was the quarantine episode i will have to say the best episode for it, like i'm telling you the show was made during uh when when the when the ovid started and um they uh they had the episode where everybody was like doing it from Zoom calls and everything like that, and wow, that that was one of that was definitely one of the better episodes like went around the over time. Definitely, I, if you guys get a chance, definitely go check out Mythic Quest while watching Apple TV Plus. Um, there's just two. There's really really good content. Just the latest episode of Mythic Quest, man. I, I hate those episodes. I hate those type of those shows that do that sometimes where. They have just that one where it just has nothing to do with any of the storyline going on. We just we gonna give you guys a little bit of a break. It's like a filler. It's a filler episode, like in anime. Just in case you watch, if you watch anime, anime has a million filler episodes. I feel like this new Bleach season definitely is not gonna have. Well, partially had a filler episode. Uh, well, we'll talk about it tomorrow uh, when Chainsaw Man comes out. We could talk about you know when when. The, we will have the review of Chainsaw Man and Bleach tomorrow. All right, we, hey yo guys, we are down to a week of uh, twenty six days of Christmas. This shit, I can't believe we we, we might make it. Uh, hey man, if I get used to this, it's, you know, thirty one days of Christmas. What man, this is crazy. Who knows? Who knows? But um, I would like to say, first of all, I love everyone. Um, please do not take, uh, well, if you take any offense to whatever fuck I said this episode, you, that's, that's your life. That's your fucking prerogative. Clearly, we know where you stand on slavery. Um, but where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, YouTube, and anywhere else you can find your podcast needs. As you can find the Cruising Podcast. Also, you can find latest updates, blah, blah, blah. Also, where you can find latest updates of the show is on Instagram at Cruising Podcast. Also on Twitter at Nicetown Finest. I don't know if I did that earlier. If I didn't, my bad. 
But where what I need y'all to do, please like, subscribe on YouTube. Please rate and review on Apple and rate and review on Spotify and anywhere else you listen to this podcast. Please, please, please. I don't care if it's five star, one star, you know, leave a con, leave, leave a review. So I know what else I can do to make you guys happy and enjoy the mother fudging show. So with that tomorrow, Bleach and Chainsaw Man review. And I love you guys. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Catch you guys later. Deuces.